from Relevant Magazine. It's the Relevant Podcast. It's the week of Friday, March 16th, 2012, and this is The Relevant Podcast. I'm your host, Cameron Strang, and here with me in our Orlando studios is the very lovely Maya Strang. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> on her immediate left, Hambone. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> on the Skype line from Loverland, Virginia, Jesse Carey. Hey. Hey, hey. <laughs> and our illustrious producer on the ones and twos, Chad Michael Snavely. Hey, hey, hey. Okay, they're making see. <laughs> They're making fun of me because while we were testing levels, I might have said, hey, 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 to test the different intonations and didn't realize it. Well, I just thought that's how we started every week. No, right? just, the spe- just the special weeks. It's my birthday today, so I'm in a, I'm in a hey, it's hey, a very, hey mood. It's a very special episode. It is. It is. Chad, Chad got addicted to caffeine pills just for today. Yeah. I've been up since 4.30. He's so excited. Yeah. <laughs> I actually kind of have been. I my plan today was I just came in. It's it's lunchtime. I just came in, and uh, my plan was it's my birthday. I'm gonna stay up late. I'm gonna sleep in. Oh, it's gonna be wonderful. Well, then we're recording this on Thursday the fifteenth. My birthday's on the Ides of March. It happens to also be the NBA trade deadline, and after the game last night, all this crazy news about the Magic broke, mm-hmm. and so I was up all night watching Twitter because it broke on Twitter. I was up all night till four a.m. And then, you know, Cohen wakes me up this morning to give me a really sweet uh, happy birthday thing he made me. And and then I immediately had to check Twitter. I had to see what happened in the four hours I was asleep. And so I haven't slept at all. I've been like on my phone all morning. Like, you didn't I'm fall back so, asleep? no, I'm so tired right now. But as of now, news is good. <laughs> as of, well, yeah, as of right now. As of recording. As yeah. of recording. Yeah, it's something actually while we're recording right now is when it's like, supposed to become final like where he will sign Dwight Howard will sign that he will not opt out he will remain with our team for at least a year right and so that gives us the summer to improve some things and whatever he just gives us some time he wants to stay he wants to build a legacy here great but until he signs which is again supposed to be during this podcast Mm -hmm. who knows given the last 24 hours so I'm I am going to be very distracted today. We could start this <laughs> podcast very excited and end on a very down it, note it's gonna or go, end yeah. on an even higher yeah. note. Yeah, it's going to go down. It's going to be really... Well, well, well Cameron, we all, sus- uh, you know, we had suspicions about your recent no-dose use. So this podcast is actually an intervention. <laughs> I actually haven't been sleeping. It's been a, it's been a stressful couple weeks for a number of reasons. Because of Dwight Howard? Well, that, other- well that's, yeah. here's the thing. Here's the thing. It contributed. We've had to make some big decisions, you know, about the company, some big projects. I had a huge presentation to all these national church leaders last oh, week. Right. Like, all, it's like every aspect of my life boards, company, and sports has been (laughs) incredibly stressful, all on top of each other. So yes, the Dwight thing kept me up. We had a really hard day at work on Tuesday, and and I'm at the Magic and Heat game, and I was just in the worst mood. He was ready to leave at halftime. But but did did your mood turn after the overtime? No, no. so here's the thing. In the first half, the Heat go on a 20 to nothing run. So I am just... 
I'm spitting fire at this He's point. He's so mad. And, I'm and, uh, and it's because... It's an awesome date night. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then, yeah, so then then we, you know, we win. We end up winning. But, but immediately after the game, Dwight looks sad. And it's like, you, yeah. oh, yeah, this is his last home game. Yeah, he, Cameron's overanalyzing everything. I was like, I talked to Dwight. I, I hit him a high five. I'm like, hey, man, we love you. <laughs> and, he did. And, and he kind of looked at me like... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm doing Or he looked at it like, wait a minute. I recognize. That's what I said. I go, it's like he just recognized you for those and, and two then times. He, you he, he brings spot. you in real close and whispers in your ear, it's your fault. I'm leaving. Right. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I, I, so even in the, even in victory, there was a, there was an air of sadness. And so in it, your head, in my head, but that <laughs> keeps me up at night. That's the thing is I haven't been sleeping. So this may go off the rails real soon. So anyway. And it's my birthday. Well, so. at twelve forty, I mentally check out. So <laughs> <laughs> for the like every twelve forty, no, every day, March Madness starts today too. Now, there's a tournament going on. Yeah, <laughs> baseball preseason. Anyone? Yeah, yeah. No, no. I, I watched a little the other night. Yeah. Who Who is the pitcher who hit the duck? The the f- Randy Johnson. Randy Johnson. Yeah, Randy Johnson. Where the goose exploded. <laughs> Was that, Johnson. that was yeah. my favorite by baseball highlight ever. That was a good it highlight. was it was pretty unbelievable. It, it's, it's honestly though a little shocking that it took this long for that to happen. Yeah. Why? Why? Because mean, when you think about the amount of pitches that are thrown, but how every, many? I, I get. I, I understand the odds are astronomically small, but there's a lot of people throwing pitches every night. I mean, they play you know over 100 games. Yeah, but know? how many birds are swarming on the field? I mean, that's not the common occurrence. Is it? I don't know. I don't go to baseball games. Is the game so boring that birds just hang out on the grass <laughs> and, and commit suicide out of boredom? I played flying in front of a hundred mile an hour fastball. I played uh, basketball all through middle school and high school, but I played baseball one year, my tenth grade year, uh, varsity baseball. And uh, my mom came to the first game, and in between innings, I was in the dugout, and she uh, it was like the second, third, second or third inning. It was not very long into the game. My mom comes down to the back of the dugout. Hey, I'm leaving. I'm like, like, why? She goes, this is like watching paint dry. (laughs) Oh, man. Are you guys American? Are you American? I'm questioning your your loyalty to this nation. And then I think one other game, she tried it one more time, and she said it was like watching grass grow, and she left. And she couldn't handle it. Wow. I was like, "Eh, I agree. I didn't play baseball. I'll get really excited about baseball for the first month, and then I'll lose interest. And you're like, oh, my gosh. Then I'll start carrying again near the postseason. I think towards the fall. It's the spring and fall. I don't care during the summer. Like, there's too many games. Sometimes I have to play two games in one day. I yeah, mean, just to on. get them all in. How many are there? Like 182. Yeah, 182. Wow. If they cut that in half, every game would matter. But it's so reassuring <laughs> that there's a game on every day during the summer. Oh, it's wonderful. Yeah. I mean, who's... It's so seasonal. But, but who nobody cares. You even said you don't game. care. Yeah, but I like, but I like knowing it's there. <laughs> it's great to have on in the background for yeah. three hours. It's kind of like the social justice articles on Relevant. Yeah, nobody much. actually reads. Nobody them, reads them, but they want to know that they're, they're, there. Know they're there. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I just like it's true. And honestly, <laughs> it's true. Our, all of our surveys are like, what type of content would you like to see Relevant cover? Social justice comes in number one every time, but whenever we cover yeah. like. No, they don't click on them. They no. are the lowest clicked articles, hmm. and we, and that's why you don't see them as often because we can't afford to publish 
you know, stuff people nobody's reading. It's it, well, it's the same thing like on YouTube. It's like I, I don't want to downplay. I'm just saying like the tendency, like the like the Coney video. You know, it's really well made and it's an interesting calls on a lot of things behind it. But in related, you see like Honey Badger remix, and you're like, ooh, I, that looks funny. Also, uh, I will say I like Baseball Sports Center better than any other sports center. You're like, crazy. Like baseball tonight? Like no, I love just, baseball tonight. Like yeah. the baseball are, are tonight. Are you just a big John Cruck fan? <laughs> just like the the that block of baseball tonight followed by all the lead stories on yeah. Sports Center being baseball. It's pretty are awesome. awesome. I agree. I have the MLB.tv uh, season package and I'm I will biz. watch I will watch a game every single day of the season. That's I'm about to get crazy. The, I'm about to get the March Madness season package. Oh. Well, it's not a season package, it's two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> every given my phone. <laughs> well, technically, yeah, it's <laughs> Oh, it just started. You turn it off. Ryan just checked. I'm out. just gonna have it going on in the background. All right, it's just like a baseball. Just game. like oh. you with your Dwight Howard stuff. You guys got got important things. Yeah, I got I got I got uh, my tweet deck open. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm reading a reject apathy article. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, uh, wow. We're should, I think 80, we... 86 minutes into the podcast. <laughs> I should probably start we it. Started yet? Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, we have a great podcast for you today. In studio, we have performing uh, world renowned worship leader Carrie Job. Carrie Job's joining us today. Uh, we also spotlight a new emerging artist that we're big fans of, Cheyenne Marie Mize. So stay tuned for that. Uh, but up first, your entertainment releases. Music coming out on Tuesday, March 20th. Madonna with MDNA, which I think is like... Like the Madonna? Like the old one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. The, the, old the Super one. Bowl famous Madonna. Mm-hmm. Hey, okay. she was great at the Super Bowl. So when you say the old one, you don't mean like Mary, mother of Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I guess technically Madonna's the new one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it, it, is her album title also the same as her license plate? <laughs> MDNA one. <laughs> it's, it's her vanity plate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Justin Towns Earl is coming out with Nothing's Gonna Change the Way You Feel About Me Now. Mike Snow with Happy to You, but I have to clarify in case you're typing it in to Spotify. It's Mike Snow, M I I K E. My Ike. Yeah, my, is it really my Ike? No, I oh. don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I totally believed you. Esperanza Spalding with Radio Music Society. Odd Future with the OF Tape Volume Two. Try to get the uh, the the uh, clean version of that. Is there I was even a, say that? that is, sounds, is there even uh, a clean version? Yeah, it's. I think it's a, like half of a song. There's, there's <laughs> always yeah, there's, a clean it's, version. It's mostly muted. If it's Odd Future, I'm not sure there's a clean version. There's always a clean version. Not on Spotify, but there's always a clean version. You have to look. I'm telling you, Walmart. That's where you buy all my hip hop. Like honestly, that's where you get it. Honestly, the Odd Future clean version might just be like. A blank CD. It's a CDRW. (laughs) And it's just like, put whatever you want on this. Yeah. Make your own mixtape, kids. I I got the Mace CD at Walmart back in the 90s, and I was so mad. You didn't know it was edited? No. Oh, you weren't living for Jesus I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't. So I threw it away, and I went and got it. You did not. Of course. It's just like listening to the radio. Was that after you went to Christian camp? Do you get get mad? This is before I found Do you get mad at listening to the radio? Yeah, I did. Wow. <laughs> uh, tan lines with mixed emotions. Yeah. I have mixed emotions about tan lines. Uh, Birdie with Birdie. And our <laughs> pick of the week, the Shins, Port of Morrow. Uh, 
movie releases coming out Friday, March 23rd. Oh, boy. Yes. I already know what you're going to say. The Hunger Games. Yes. Hunger Games. It's going to be so Woo-hoo. good. It's going to be awesome. Is, it, isn't it like Twilight 4? <laughs> no. <laughs> Electric Bookaloo. <laughs> With li- starring Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> Twilight 4, The Rise of the Lichens. Revenge gonna, of the Lichens. It's going to be so good. <laughs> Actually, that would. Yeah, we're angering so many people right now. <laughs> I'm not even I, listening. I okay. I I know it's a phenomenon. Whatever. Maya left one of the books on the kitchen table. I was eating cereal. I perused. I ended up reading like three pages. The whole thing was written <laughs> in like simple sentences. Like it well, was. Well, it's a it's young adult, fiction. which I found it's written, out later. It's written for like fourteen year olds. Which I found out later. I, I I was like, I told Roxy. I was very concerned because I, I knew she liked the series. I came in. I told Roxy. I was like, Hey, I read a few pages of that. Roxy, that is not well written. That is that is written at like a fourth grade level. Like, are, are these the type of books that you're, you know, excited about? And she's like, it's a young adult book. It's a great storytelling. She was very defensive. Are you watching the game? No. Oh. I mean, yes, but I'm listening too. I was going to say like, I mean, she also. <laughs> you can't multitask. It's, it's like you one so. of those AT&T what commercials. Was he doing? Was he doing? Well, it just went to commercial. Are you looking um, at the highlights? It also. What am I, a summoner? <laughs> <laughs> I hate that commercial because it's like you're advertising what every smartphone does. Yeah. Like, it, it's like every phone is a summoner. It summons information yeah. using this thing called the internet. Like, this is the most least clever commercial I've ever seen. <laughs> like, you're advertising a feature that literally any internet connected device can easily do. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you're like if you're on a date and you can't stop looking at your phone, like maybe you shouldn't get a smartphone. I'm just thinking maybe maybe you should date maybe somebody else. If there was such a big game going on, you knew. I mean, you you know you shouldn't you shouldn't I, be having my, your yeah, date. Yeah, my that thing night. is like how go rude of her to like if he's that big of a sports fan of that team that she would make him go on a date then. Well, and, if but then he's if an idiot. Why didn't he be like, can we go out later? To a sports but if bar. it's just a date, maybe he, she didn't know. Well, if, if it's just a date, stepped up and if yeah. it's just a date, why was she all fault. like nagging him about stuff? I promise <laughs> you, they end up in a Cialis tub at the end of the yeah. night. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, Hunger Games is going to be awesome. Yeah. Uh huh. Awesome. It really is going to be great. The series is awesome. The books are awesome. It's the official. movies are going to be awesome. Lenny Kravitz. Is I like awesome. to read teen novels. <laughs> all right, breaking it. news. You guys are going to be hearing this a day and a half late. Breaking news. It's official. Dwight Howard staying with the magic. Aww. Woo! That that. Happy birthday. <laughs> I'll tell you, Maya, I appreciate the gifts you got me, but there is no greater gift than the gift I was just given. <laughs> All right. Any other movies coming out? I'm just, hold on. Let me just savor <laughs> this for a moment. <laughs> you soak that in. You watch, continue watching the games. I'll thank, All right. thank Dwight on I need, I need the break real quick. I need the commercial break. I'm summoning break. things. I need the commercial break. Stay tuned. Up next, Slices. Feel like falling down. I'll carry you home. This week's podcast is brought to you by the new film, Holy Rollers. These pastors had a big secret. When they were not leading churches in worship, they were taking millions of dollars from casinos as a network of high-stakes gamblers. Sound like an elaborate Hollywood plot? Well, it's not. This story of Christian card counters actually happened, and cameras were allowed inside this risky operation. The result is Holy Rollers, a provocative new documentary being released nationwide this March. 
You can watch the trailer and learn more at HolyRollersTheMovie.com. That's HolyRollersTheMovie.com. You're listening to Fun. The song is We Are Young. Tonight we are young. Chevy Sonic. I want to buy a Chevy Sonic now. <laughs> Advertising works. See? Oh. At the beginning of the podcast, you heard Santa Gold with Disparate Youth. It's her new single. The video is playing right now on Relevant TV. It's time for Slices. I'm going to sit back and savor this when the Dwight Mare is over. <laughs> Jesse. <laughs> the Dwight Mare. <laughs> Jesse, what do you have? Oh. All right. Well, uh... Uh, chalk this up on one of the best ideas I've ever heard list. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me get out the chalkboard. Hold on. Best idea. One of the best ideas Jesse's ever heard list. Yeah, All right. Yeah. Here we go. So right now, uh, there, there's this and pizza combos. <laughs> okay. Um, there's a company in the UK called Wish. And basically what they do is they uh, set up things uh, that, that you can do on like your birthday or for a party or something. Um, everything from like a spa day to like, let's say you want, you've always wished you could own like a sweet Ferrari or something. They, they'll, let's, they'll arrange it so you can drive one around for the day. Well, their, their latest piece of, of uh, vacation inspiration is a zombie boot camp. What? Okay. So, so it's essentially, you, you know, remember the old like baseball fantasy camps like Kramer went to no. on Seinfeld? No. Where he ended up hitting Mickey Mantle. Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. exactly. Or he like slid in and took out Mickey Mantle. It, it, it's similar to that where, you know, people who've always dreamed of playing in Major League Baseball, but, but that dream will never be realized at this point in their life, you know, at, at one point could pay a certain amount of money and, and actually play baseball with former uh, Major League icons. So this is like that, a similar idea, except it's with zombies. Um, so for a couple hours, it costs about a hundred bucks. Uh, you go, you're outfitted with, uh, Kevlar, like body <laughs> armor and helmets. And they, and they give you actual tactical training and, uh, train you on a variety of, of weapons, which are, uh, you know, suitable for this type of thing. So like airsoft and things like pistols, grenades, and chainsaws. Um, so then you go and you have to clear uh, like a compound of warehouses from zombies, which are, uh, I guess like actors dressed up as zombies, but I guess you sign a waiver where they can like tackle you and you can get taken out of the game. Either way, it sounds awesome. <laughs> do, you, do you get to kill the people who are acting as zombies? No, cause zombies yeah, are dead. I mean, it, yeah, but there's a way do to you get yeah, to kill they're, them. They're undead. But, oh, wait, hold but on. Yeah, I've never actually kill the actors. I've never seen a zombie movie, so you can kill the dead if you cut their head off. Wait, 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 yeah. wait, wait, wait. Seriously? Yeah. yeah. Or, or you shoot them in the head. Yeah. Wait, wait, but wait. Like, why is the head involved here? I mean, like, why is that the thing? It's, that like, it's the brain. It's brain function. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, have, you not, have you watched Walking Dead? No, I've never seen any zombie stuff. I don't watch scary things. <laughs> well, well uh, according to zombie lore, I won't even uh, go on the Haunted Mansion ride at Disney World. <laughs> really? No. Will what? they take your head and switch it? What about the Tower wait, of wait, Terror? Wait, wait, wait. They switch your head? It's awesome. What are you talking about? Don't take Colin because it's terrifying. But yeah, I'm never going on that. I mean, it's like, but it's like funny, scary <laughs> for adults. So silly. But there's there's one part where there's a hologram, and it used to just be like a ghost hitchhiker. And it's like this hologram of a ghost that like sits on your car, but they just up re redid all the technology. So now they take your picture and the ghost will like pick up your heads and switch them. 
and it looks like in the mirror, it looks like your head gets lifted off and so put on your. So my head on Maya's body. Yeah. That is a perfection of beauty. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, anyway. I thought I, w- I thought I was perfect already. Apparently I'm not. Thanks. Babe. So so how do you how do you use a chainsaw fake? This is a little unclear because I, in preparation for the podcast, watched several of the videos that this company's posted online, and it doesn't show the chainsaw in action. It does show the airsoft guns, which is essentially dudes running around and shooting people with zombie masks on in the head, um, but but it doesn't show the chainsaw, okay. which it does seem like a little well, odd. I think you get foam bats, though. Okay. See, I think... I, I agree that this is a great idea, but they really need to take it one step farther and make it all robots so you can actually use real weapons. Really? Yeah, but but, well, but I think that would end like that episode of The Simpsons. Do you remember <laughs> that? Where they went to uh, Duff Worlds, like Duff Gardens or yeah, whatever? Yeah. Oh, and the, the robots. And the animatronic yeah. robots became self-aware and, and tried to kill everyone in the park. But I mean, like, I mean, how, like, the difference between firing an airsoft gun at someone and literally firing a shotgun at a robot and blowing its head off is night and day. I, I think I think you're you're wildly increasing the cost and liability. <laughs> well, I agree. <laughs> but this place is called Wish. Right. It's not well, the well, Make-A-Wish I, Foundation. I, I, think, I mean, if you said my, my wish is to go to the moon, I don't think for the price that you are able to pay that they can make that wish come true. What, what use are they then? The company? or, or the, <laughs> So you're telling me if someone was like, dude, Ryan, I got an awesome birthday present. We're all going to a, a, a zombie training boot camp and we're going to storm a warehouse full of zombies. You wouldn't be down for that? I mean, I'd be excited, but not as excited as if like, you know. There should be paint guns or laser tag or something where you can kill them, you know. Not with real bullets like right. Ryan wants. But to, I thought but the only thing you could do is cut their heads off. Yeah, yeah. You can shoot, shoot them in the head. You can shoot them in the head. Shoot them head. Yeah, like on zombie shows, a shot to the head will do the job. But let as me well. let me ask you this. So if it's so their heart is dead, but uh-huh. they're you're saying it's brain like, function uh, is why they're still. That's moving. why they. But they can barely do anything besides move and eat. Besides move and eat. Yeah, yeah it's just like. A, a reanimated rigor mortis. Yeah. But how are they? We can watch. The how wa- are they? The how do dead. they digest oh. the food if there's no blood circulation? That's not really explained. Yeah, it, 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 you know, a lot of times these zombie shows are a bit more metaphor. Why do they need? Why do they need food? They don't really need it. It's like a compulsion. They're just feed. bloodthirsty. Yeah. yeah, I thought that's vampires. We're no, bloodthirsty. They turn and then the, the, like anytime they bite you, they turn you into a zombie because they infect you. I thought you. that was vampires. No. Yes. I mean it could be vampires. It's very, it's very similar. Yeah. Very but similar. vampires vampires can choose to infect you. So but vampires, if you chop their head off, what happens? Nothing. They just they're just they have it grows parts. back. You have to stab them they're through vampire the heart. Their vampire head grows back. You have to burn like them. A, like a like a lizard tail. Yeah. Their face, their entire head, uh-huh. their brain grows mm-hmm. back. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You have here, to stab here, them through the heart. Here's one thing I think snake. we're neglecting in this conversation: neither zombies or vampires are real. Oh, <laughs> what? You need to so, do some reading, Cameron. Yeah. Basically, I have yeah. some books for you. Some fourth grade <laughs> level books. I do. Yeah. They're very interesting, and movies well, to go along. So the fourth graders <laughs> never ask these types of questions. <laughs> <laughs> Cameron, I think the only way you can really get to the bottom of a lot of these questions is enrolling yourself in the zombie boot camp. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, first hand experience. I'd like, have my hand raised the entire time. Excuse me. So, <laughs> no. what is what are they doing over there? Where, yeah, I don't understand, <laughs> sir. Why are you here, <laughs> sir, sir? This I is the Make a Wish learn. Foundation for zombie lovers. <laughs> <laughs> so. I went to um, Halloween Horror Nights 
once oh, back no. in the day. I did too. I've never done that. I've heard it's terrifying. Yeah, it is terrifying. But I remember, I mean, there's people that are hired to be zombies and dead people and yeah. mur- murderers and stuff and be all around Whereas you. Whereas Jesse calls them professional zombies. Professional <laughs> zombies. And yeah, yeah you, you hand someone your business card and just says, zombie. <laughs> <laughs> business is good. It is good right now. It's a, I got yeah, Halloween Horror Nights. I got to make the Wish Foundation. I, yeah. I'm busy. Um, <laughs> And I remember being chased by people with chainsaws, and they were real chainsaws with the with the chain taken off. Oh yeah. So, I mean, it sounded real and it looked real, you know. And but it could touch you because it wouldn't. I went to Halloween Horror Nights so. twice. The first time, it was a whole bunch of haunted houses, and I was with a bunch of friends, and and I, I was the rational one going. They can't hurt me. By I will right. sue mm-hmm. them. Right. I will sue them. So nothing. <laughs> so, so you are literally. So, you are so not getting advice to, to anything. So, so people are jumping fun. out and like, I'm gonna grab you, and I'm like, you can't grab me. You cannot touch me. I yeah. would just stare them down, <laughs> so and then I would, they would lose interest and go away. You know. So even so, so all the pe- all the all my friends were like huddled masses. So it, the, the the whole time was a real blast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody was like huddled masses behind me, knowing that. I won't flinch. I, you know, whatever. And so, like, anyway, and we're going through. So that's first. It was fun, whatever. So I was like, that's fine. So I went back the next year. The next year, they turned it into this like a cult type demon, evil type thing. Not just scary boo type stuff, but mm-hmm. like, sa- like sacrificing. It was very yeah. dark. And I haven't been well, back well, since. Well, Cameron, I, I got bad news for you. That personality type, I just hope you're never in the scenario of a real horror movie because you're the first one dead. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, everyone's out camping in a cavern. Like, uh-huh. man, those noises outside are real creepy. Someone should go check. And you're like, there is nothing out there, guys. This is, you know, my family's owned this land for years. Okay, I'm going to go out there and prove you no. there's nothing out there. Everyone's no. like, we haven't seen Cameron in a while. No, in that scenario, hey, that's real life. You can get shot. If that if that scenario, if we were camping at Universal Studios, right. I would say I will go. I can't get hurt, or and else I will sue them. And you were fairly for your certain. Own good. I just suggest you have an attitude <laughs> adjustment when it comes to these scary things because I've seen how it ends for guys that that approach these situations. Yeah, Cameron's with the never seen those movies so. within the first fifteen minutes. The only time I've ever been in a haunted house because like they they actually freak me out. Um, I'll take you. It's really stupid. <laughs> I'll, I'll take you. you. I'll be your rock. Because I'm hyper rational <laughs> in everyday life, like to a fault usually. And like, I don't know why, like the atmosphere or something freaks me out. But this was at Universal Studios. Uh, I, wait, you don't know why the atmosphere of a haunted house? Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, pretty but, much, I'm pretty sure that it's the sole intention yeah, of its design is to do But that, I mean, that's so. like, but it's like what Cameron was saying is it's like, I know in my head that like, I mean, it's the same reason going on roller coasters isn't really that scary. Because it's like no one dies on these. Whoa, like, whoa, whoa, sometimes whoa. they do. Yes, they do. Can, I mean, like, like regularly. But but the odds are in your favor. Yeah, it's like a German tourist who stood up, or a, yeah, or a guy exactly. who's trying to like prove something and he got out of. Or the it's harness. like, or it's like a drunk person. <laughs> a German yeah. tourist yeah. who German. stood up. Yeah. So I was at Universal Studios in Hollywood, and we were at a, going through this haunted house, and like I'm pretty freaked out at this point, and all of a sudden this like little person dressed in some kind of all furry costume jumps out and just starts screaming 
<laughs> scares the crap out of me. I all I remember is I like jumped, shoved the little person, and ran out the rest of the way. <laughs> you were forcibly removed yeah, from the park. Like, and like looking back, I'm like, I probably could have gotten in trouble for that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And I not ran. Yeah, but yeah, I just booked it out there. I'm like, nothing could hurt me. But but in the other case, you're so rational that when you're on a roller coaster, you don't you don't pull yourself out of your harness and point to a guy and go, Hey Bjorn, watch this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Maya, what do you have? Um, I brought a slice, uh, just letting people know that Jesus is still appearing in different objects around the world. This recently happened here, uh, just south of us in Florida. Um, a, lo- a, a woman was watching uh, The Bachelor, and she saw something on that she thought was a pretty design, so she paused it and to take a picture of it with her phone. And when she took the photo, the glare that came back was, in her opinion, the image of uh, Jesus Christ praying. Jesus, oh. Jesus on, the ba- on the set of The Bachelor. On the set of The Bachelor. Jesus has nothing to do with The Bachelor. Is this like Three and a Half yeah, Men yeah. where there's I, that... I, I highly doubt that was Jesus. <laughs> the, on Three and a Half Men, that movie where there's the ghost in the curtains oh, right. with no feet. Three, you can, three yeah, men yeah. and a baby. Three men and a baby. <laughs> oh. What did I say? <laughs> three and a Half Men. It's like a mixture of Two <laughs> and a Half yeah. Men. And the Charlie Sheen's remake of Three <laughs> Men and a Baby. You don't, you don't remember that? Um, the half is uh, a ghost. <laughs> yeah, so she somehow was able to... Uh, you know, get the local news to pick this up and, and write a story about it. But I just enjoy her quote. She said, all I want is for people to know that God is right there in your house, no matter what crisis you have. Or what we, terrible show you're watching. We are all children of God. <laughs> well, I, I think maybe she possibly has good intentions, but considering it, it showed up on the set, Jesus evidently showed up on the set of The Bachelor. Right. Praying uh, that this show would be canceled. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, what do you have, Ryan? All right, um, I have exciting news from the Vatican. More exciting than the Dwight Howard staying with the magic? No. Right. <laughs> uh, That's the right answer. Yeah. Uh, the Pope is working with a famous, what do you call it, a par- parfumier? I have no idea Like what a that person is. who makes perfumes. Oh, okay. Perfumier? Perfumier? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> That's better. Uh, perfumier. <laughs> Uh, the Pope is working hey, with hey, hey. a perfume maker. <laughs> That's how I, uh, you walk into his haberdashery and, and it's ding, ding. You walk in and his, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> the Pope's here. See, I, I, I picture his, his haberdashery. It's like, you know, my stereotypical uh, picture of any chemist where like there's crazy swirly tubes and beakers and he's wearing a lab coat, you know. So the Pope. As opposed to how I would make it, which is buying a bunch of perfumes and just pouring them into one big vat. So it smells like Stetson. Yeah. Um, oh, this is terrible. Time to try again. So, Sorry, Pope. Back to the drawing board. Uh, so the Pope is working with a perfume creator to create a signature scent for the Pope. But here's here's the <laughs> kicker. It's not going to be on sale like most celebrity scents. It's just for the Pope's exclusive use. So basically, that seems like a good it, use of matter. So <laughs> basically, he's only getting cologne for himself to use, but he's getting custom. He just cologne. doesn't want to smell like anybody else. Yeah, that seems pointless. Yeah. That is a waste of Catholic money. Well, and honestly, I, I the Pope is kind of a polo man myself. And honestly, <laughs> if you're if you're the Pope, like you're probably going to mass at least every day, right? Right. So you're being coated in incense right. every yeah. single mass. Yeah. I wonder if that's an uh, uh, one of the ingredients in his his scent. What if it's just incense? What if it's just cinnamon? <laughs> it's just boiled cinnamon. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be if, if I if I'd be hungry all day. 
Like, man, I could really use Ani Ann's right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that'll do it for Slices. Stay tuned. Up next, Carrie Jobe. Blue Like Jazz the Movie is finally coming to theaters on April 13th, and you can win a trip to an official premiere. You and a guest will win flight and hotel accommodations, have the chance to meet the filmmakers and cast, and then be among the very first to see one of the most talked about movies of 2012. To enter to win and watch exclusive behind-the-scenes clips, interviews, and the Donald Miller video blog, visit relevantmagazine.com slash bluelikejazz. You're listening to Mike Snow. Song is The Wave. It's from his new album. Carrie Job is a singer-songwriter and a worship leader from Texas. She's a featured worship leader on uh, the Gateway Worship Project's Living For You and Wake Up The World. Uh, in 2009, she released her self-titled debut album. Uh, now, she's released four studio solo albums, including her brand new one, Where I Find You. She uh, recently came through our studio... And I uh, performed a few songs for us. Performing We Are. Here's Carrie Job. Say the 
That was Carrie Job. Check her out at carriejob.com. listening to Sucra, I think. The song is When We Were Young. Wait, what? Not not to be confused with We Are Young. No. Which we played two breaks ago. Correct. All right. There you go. I think that is um, Stacy Dupree from um, one of the Isley sisters. Oh, really? That's who that is. She's got a solo project out. I did not know that. It's really good. The video is playing right now on Relevant TV if you want to check it out. Cheyenne Marie Mize is an indie rock artist from Louisville, Kentucky. The New York Times described her 2010 debut uh, before lately as, quote, sweet without being cloying, weary without hopelessness. After the release of her debut, Mize was chosen by NPR as one of their 10 discoveries at last year's South by Southwest. Uh, Her brand new album, We Don't Need, was released January 24th, and uh, it's getting a lot of buzz. Our very own Elise Gilligan recently spoke to her. Here is Cheyenne Marie Mize. feel like we don't need feels like listening to a playlist rather than an EP from one sole artist and each track is a different mood and a different style and I think you've even said that these tracks are meant to be digested individually Um, so I was wondering what made you want to put out an album like that when it seems like so many artists today seem to be striving for the concept albums or uh, one cohesive sound and you went this other route well I guess where uh, where I am or where I was when I was recording We Don't Need, which is about almost a year ago now, um, it was, I had a group of songs, um, but also um, I knew that I wasn't going to be able to afford <laughs> to put out a full-length album or have the, the time to record or, or the, the money to record or put out um, a full-length record at the time. And... and um, Really, I just had a group of songs that I wasn't sure was going to find a home um, anywhere else, and I felt like I wanted them out there in the world. Um, and at this point, I'm not—I um, don't know—I <laughs> don't have a cohesive sound, and I don't know that I'm going towards that necessarily. <laughs> so um, these were just kind of the songs that had 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 formed at the time, and it just made sense to try to get them. We Don't Need, it starts with your most playful song, um, Wishing Well, which I believe is the single, and then ends with that distorted, moody track in Back Around. 
and there's everything in between in the mix. Was there a particular track on this EP that stood out to you or that you feel is a mark of innovation in your musical catalog? More so, I think it just shows kind of a, a little taste of a lot of different things that um, I'm interested in. I mean, I don't know that anyone has more relevance than any other. I, I do think that a lot of the... Uh, I, I just actually, in December, uh, started recording another full length, and I think more of the things that I'm recording right now are leaning a little bit towards more maybe like the that lingers and those, those things, but it's, it's a little bit in every direction. I, I, think, I think I'll always be a little bit that way. <laughs> Now, you've gotten the chance to work with a lot of artists in such a short time, and uh, most notably, I think a lot of people uh, recognize your work with Bonnie Prince Billy. Um, what has it been like working with other artists, and how do you feel like that has influenced your music? Well, that's, I mean, that's where I came from in the music world. I, I never intended necessarily to be a performer. Um, I went to school for music therapy and did that for a couple of years, and, and, and then while doing that was really just um, kind of playing with as many people as possible. I mean, I think there was a point at in, in, in town in Louisville here where I was playing with, you know, six or seven bands on a regular basis and uh, mostly playing violin because that's what people needed. <laughs> uh, but then increasingly singing more and doing things like that. And I mean, that's, that's what music is for me is playing music with people. Um, and so it's definitely been a challenge to go out as a solo artist and, and figure out what that's like, because um, that's, that's not my favorite part, you know. But um, now having a band with me on the road and really getting to play music with people that I love every night and playing music that I love to play and want to share with people, I mean, that's, that's, really, um, that's really exciting. You call me beautiful but you must have seen the light In someone else's eyes It wasn't me Don't call me beautiful You don't know how ugly I can be That was Cheyenne Marie Mize. Check her out at CheyenneMarieMize.com. I want you to go out there and find somebody else. I want him to treat you like I know he should. I want you to find somebody new for yourself. You're listening to Delta Spirit. The song is California. So when uh, Carrie Job came through, she was actually out on tour uh, uh, doing the Winter Jam tour. Uh, came through in the afternoon and recorded uh, three songs in our studio. Uh, we filmed all three, and they are absolutely stunning. 
Um, we also have an interview with Carrie uh, that you're really going to wa- want to watch of her telling her story. And it's uh, it was really uh, revealing, actually, a lot of stuff I didn't know about her. Um, it was just a fantastic performance. Head over to relevant.tv to watch them, or you can see them on our YouTube channel. Um, you definitely aren't going to want to miss them. Performing One Desire, here is Carrie Job.
That was Carrie Job. Check out uh, the video of these performances and another track, as well as an interview, at relevant.tv. You're listening to Cloud Nothings. They have a self-esteem problem. I think clouds are more than nothing. They provide shade. Rain. Rain. Humidity. Shapes. Pretty to fly through. Animals. Humidity. Uh, The song is Stay Useless. See? (laughs) Stay Useless by the Cloud Nothings. (laughs) I feel bad for them. These people really hate clouds. They need a pep talk. They need a pep talk. They need to pick me up. Uh, it's uh, from the new album, Attack on Memory. Okay, it's time for your feedback. Last week, we asked you, what's the weirdest thing you've ever purchased at a flea market or garage sale? You uh, went over to the podcast episode page at relevantmagazine.com, posted your replies there. Here's a few of our favorites. <laughs> I-, I love that T Money 9000 only felt the need to use one word. Underwear. Oh, oh <laughs> no. Enough said, T-Money. No, <laughs> Any more details. There is not uh, enough probably bleach. probably not read your slice. There's not enough bleach in the world. No. <laughs> Lydia said that the weirdest thing she saw at a flea market was a stuffed cat's head. Framed. <laughs> what? Yeah. She said to take a photo How of it. How do you frame that? Like, is it in like a little like trophy case? It's a decoupage box. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, decoupage. What do I think? What's that thing where like they build the little scenes in the shoe boxes? Uh, diorama. Diorama. Yeah. It's a diorama cat head box. <laughs> I, I'm hoping, she, did she purchase it? No, they just took a photo of it. Oh, that doesn't count. Talk about something terrifying to have in your home. <laughs> it's like, uh, it, 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 that's one of those things where you wake up the next morning and the framed cat head is in another part of the house that you didn't put it in the night before. Like, what the heck? I thought, I could have sworn we put it on the mantle. I had dinner. Why is it sitting at the end of the bed? <laughs> I had a dinner with my family last night for my birthday and they had asked like what, what I wanted. And I just, over the years, I have asked for... Uh, odd things for my office. You know, I have a lot of sports signed sports memorabilia in my office and other conversation starters, like the Florida Swamp Monster and Big One Indian Head and different things. And so I wanted. I, I was like, I haven't gotten anything weird in a while. So I told I told my dad I wanted something weird. So he went down to the taxidermist and said, "My son wants something that's a conversation starter for his office." Uh, to the taxidermist, and the taxidermist. Brings out this massive alligator claw. Like, oh. it's probably a foot and a half long of al- like real al- alligator claw. And he goes, I can, I can tailor this for his office if you'd like. Oh, my God. And so the guy cut into it business card holders and then hollowed out the stump of the leg. That's, and that's amazing. And that's where you put your pins. It's uh, disgusting, and I had to touch it. I, I, I remember one of my first impressions. This was way back in the day uh, when I was like first like interning there and seeing like all those, you know, because you had like the, the jackalope, the, jackalope uh, yeah. the Florida swamp monster, which is the, the rear side of a deer with a face on it, but <laughs> yeah. a very realistic face. Yeah, and, and, I, and several other things. I remember thinking, Cameron must be really into cryptozoology. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's I told my dad for Christmas. 
Christmas one year. I don't know. Surprise me. And my dad's like, well, let me think. What could I get him that he would never expect? And so he... he what do I get the man that has it all? He, he, so he has this... He has a taxidermist. My dad, who's never been hunting, we never went fishing. Uh, my dad has a taxidermy guy now. And if I ever want something weird, he can make a call. So Does he just say, let me call my guy? <laughs> Oh my god! Um, I think my favorite one because he included picture links yeah. uh, is from Jason McDaniel, and he says, "I went to a flea market with my wife and in-laws in Gatlinburg, which I can't even imagine what that would be like." It's called Dollywood. Lots of fleas at Dollywood. <laughs> yeah, uh, he thinks it's a flea market. They were actually just at Dollywood. First of all, the picture of the baby <laughs> is the creepiest thing ever. Creepy. And then, and then, why are there open cereal There's boxes? Open cereal boxes for sale. <laughs> <laughs> Open cereal boxes. This is the strangest thing. What was that last time? That reminds me, I, I was listening to NPR on the way, or some news channel on the way from work last night, and they're talking about how it's an increasing problem where people will go into like a Walmart and fill their basket with Tide detergent yeah. and just roll it out of there. Yeah, people are stealing like, Tide all over the place. Bring like $7 on the black market and in flea markets. I'm like, who's going to flea markets to buy laundry detergent? <laughs> well, or underwear. They, they, but... There's a detergent black market? Uh, Kate Hensley says she visited a, a flea market outside of Daytona Beach and she found a 30-minute teeth whitening station, which Been can't there. be a good Been idea. There. Did that. <laughs> <laughs> a, a medieval weapons <laughs> store and knock off Sharpies. I, I, if I'm going to a flea market, I try to keep my mouth closed or wear one yeah. of the SARS masks the yeah. whole time, much less, you know, have someone working on, you know, my gums. Yeah. yeah. You don't really want your dentistry. Instant gingivitis. <laughs> <laughs> it's just called the gingivitis station and they don't get rid of it. They distribute it. Um, Carrie Jade Fuller said that this is a flea market near a college. She didn't say where this was, but, uh, she does have a picture, um, so that it confirms it's real, but it's called the <laughs> STD central flea market. At least they're honest. And there's no oh, indication yeah. what that acronym stands for in this scenario. Mm. Speaking of other feedback we got, um, uh, I, I want to apologize to, to our younger listeners. I got, I got an email from, a. A dad who was listening to last week's podcast with the family in the family car. And apparently, oh. late in the podcast, I was joking that at the Magic game tomorrow night, I would be so upset that I would just ta be talking trash to the Nets. And I, and I said in a silly voice, F you, right? And, and the dad was like, my eight-year-old son is now going around in that voice going, F you. He is not. Yes. <laughs> and I have to explain to him that that is not appropriate please be aware of that not you know and i and i felt terrible first of all because i don't use profanity at all ever and i especially would never at a game aside from the f word yeah. <laughs> <laughs> aside from that one instance no ever i i just don't i just i just think it's tacky but i i, I just don't and, and and so i had to go and explain to this father that see here's the thing about our podcast is uh things like that happen all the time it's just chad always takes them out and so i was shocked when i heard I it that was it was left in you know i felt really bad so yeah. thanks a lot chad for well for helping a little eight-year-old grow um, up last week. i was gonna say also if you're listening to it with your family maybe not a good idea well so of course, <laughs> not anymore adventures not. and odyssey is for yeah <laughs> so of course i'm listening to us today just thinking in terms of yeah. little eight-year-olds listening in i'm like <laughs> 
Oh no! Yeah. Oh, this is so. Trick. So we. So I'm not going to apologize, but Carrie Jade Fuller should for that STD Central flea market. <laughs> <laughs> she, needs, she needs to call I that. Just read what's on the page. That's the, what I'm doing here. This week, when the sun downloads the podcast, his dad's going to ask him if he downloaded the clean version yeah, yeah. of the relevant podcast. Did you get that, that one from at Walmart? Walmart? Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, we're sorry. Yeah, I felt really bad. So uh, that's that's feedback we also received. Oh, uh, oh, oh, oh! Another little uh, update. Uh, I was talking to Adam Smith. I really enjoyed Rambo of the week. I really enjoyed it. And I saw on Facebook he's kicking up his blog. He's posting daily to it. Rambo of the week dot Tumblr dot or blogspot dot com. I don't know what it is. Anyway, I said we need to do that again. He said any time. And I said he well maybe not every week, but maybe once a month we'll bring Adam back. And, uh, and, and do a new Rambo script. And he said, definitely. So, so okay, listeners, you got your wish. Ram, uh, Adam's going to come back once a month and, and bring us a new Rambo script. So that'll be a lot of fun until it's no longer good. <laughs> <laughs> Is this his secret plan to replace me? <laughs> no, it's yes. only one segment. No threat. No know. threat. I feel like I'm on thin ice. <laughs> The fans already love Adam more than they love well, me. Well, no, you've got Hambone. Yeah. People, oh, <clears throat> yeah, but that's yeah, such you're, an okay, you are People the are Hambone. Okay, you know? I saw relevant tweet yesterday. Hey, everyone, do you listen to this week's podcast? Catch up with the latest of Hambone and the crew. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. When did this turn into Hambone and the crew? I didn't feel like that was inappropriate at all. I was, I thought it was like a nod to the people. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I think actually, because I know that our normal tweeter was out of the office yesterday. I think Ryan wrote that tweet himself. <laughs> I Our normal not. tweeter. Did, it was not me. You promise? Yeah, I promise. All right. I promise it wasn't me. I really thought it was you because I was like, wait. No. I know, but he might have paid me to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Catch up with the latest from Hambone and the crew. <laughs> what? Um, okay, so it's time for this week's editorial question of the week. Okay, so earlier in the podcast, we were talking about uh, fantasy camps and the w- wish. Is that what it's called? Fantasy yeah, camp. Wish. Wish, wish.co.uk. Is it wish or wish? <laughs> With an H. Why? Have you seen that, that Wheat Thins commercial? Wheat Thins. <laughs> the Stewie and, and the dog. Yeah. Why, why, are you, why are you pronouncing the H so much? What? Wheat Thins? <laughs> it's Wheat Thins. What? Wheat Thins? <laughs> anyway, Wish. The Wish Foundation. Not to be confused with another similarly named one. Uh, they have a, a, a zombie fantasy camp so to speak got us thinking what would your ideal what would your dream fantasy camp be well in my mind the first thing i thought of was i mean the chimpocalypse fantasy camp (laughs) wait 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 so you go as a human you go as a human and you're outnumbered by thousands of angry chimps or like what, what yeah yeah and, and I, in this one obviously we wouldn't be hurting the chimps we would just have to think of an escape where we're not you know attacked and dismembered by them i think the only way you can kill them is by chopping and their the heads off the danger's real <laughs> they're real savage chimps and and you sign a waiver because most likely you're not going to make it out alive <laughs> so okay wait so why is this your ideal one I don't. So you would be awesome. It would. It would be awesome. Death by chimps. No, I mean, ideally, you make it through, but it takes some real smarts. It's. It's an actual scenario. Well, I guess it's technically at that point not a fantasy because it's really happening. <laughs> but it would just be cool. Yeah, because you would need. Yeah, a fantasy camp would be that there'd be professional chimpanzee actors. Yeah. Well, that that's possible, but you. You know, I've always said the 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 phrase "domesticated monkey." 
is an oxymoron because it doesn't matter how, how well trained they are. They're, they are moments away from snapping at any point. <laughs> I think an Invasion USA camp would be awesome. You're, you're a lone wolf special forces agent? Yeah, or like, or like Red Dawn or anything that involves a previous communist invasion. Well, what, what about this scenario? It's, it's a fantasy prison break where <laughs> you're like transported to like a fake prison. You got to figure out how to escape. Would you be, be awesome. falsely accused and everything? Yeah, it's it's like you don't even know when they're going to show up to your house as fake policemen and take you off to the jail. And the prison warden Ooh. is the one who's guilty. Well, actually, yeah. that's that's really cool. You sign up, but you don't know when it starts. Yeah. That's, yeah, exactly. You could be like, you know, quote unquote like abducted at any point and brought to this crazy prison, you know, but it's all it's, you know, it's all a ruse that you signed up for, but you got to figure out how to escape and be it'd be totally fun. That's actually, that's pretty awesome. Unless you were actually arrested for real things and you coincidentally <laughs> also recently signed up for this yeah. and then you are uh, then arrested again for uh, evading arrest. <laughs> they're like, they're like, so you backfire. need to come with us. And you're like, I bet I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're really confused at your overconfidence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, this guy is very arrogant. And then you're in jail Chase for like, them, you're in jail for like six months. You're like, man, I can't find this escape anywhere. <laughs> man this is a great fantasy camp <laughs> this is so real the guys at whoosh really know their stuff <laughs> they provided us with wheatens <laughs> anyway okay so uh, we want to know your dream fantasy camp head over to the podcast page at relevantmagazine.com and tell us there this is gonna be a fun one many thanks to carrie joe for coming through uh, make sure to check out a brand new album available everywhere. And again, you won't want to miss seeing the videos of uh, the three songs she performed in our studio, as well as the interview we filmed with her. Uh, you can check out all that on our YouTube channel and at relevant.tv. Also, thanks to Cheyenne Marie Mize for talking to us. You can check out her music at CheyenneMarieMize.com. On that note, we'll wrap it up. I'm Cameron Strang. I'm Maya Strang. I'm Ryan Ham. I'm Jesse Carey. That's Chad Michael Snavely. And thank you again to Dwight Howard for the best birthday present ever. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to The Relevant Podcast. For more, go to relevantmagazine.com. I just hope you're never in the scenario of a real horror movie because you're the first one dead.